Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to repeat a tradition that I've had going for a couple of years now, and that's to create a commencement address, to talk to our budding young graduates and say congratulations and welcome to the world and go off and do big things. And the reason I'm doing this, it, it started during the pandemic when my son was graduating from high school and couldn't attend his graduation because they didn't have one. And I felt like he needed that moment. And I, so to him and his friends, I created something. And it was so well received that I did it again the following year. And I thought, this is really fun. I want to make this an annual tradition. And it turns out that my other son is graduating this year. And he actually can't attend his graduation ceremony for some personal reasons. So we are not going to be able to uh, in- embrace that moment for him. He won't be able to enjoy it. So I thought, you know, what better way than to dedicate this one to him and his graduation. So you're on the precipice. You're graduating, whether it be from high school or college or something else. You have a tremendous opportunity out there. You have everything in front of you. You can do what you want to do. Think back to when you were little. You had ambitions, dreams. You had these things you were going to do. Whether you wanted to be a policeman, a fireman, a chef, an engineer, somebody famous, a celebrity, or just be wealthy. You had something in mind that you wanted to be. You were going to grow up and do this. And then life takes advantage of you a little bit. And you change those dreams and form them again and rethink them and strategize about what you want to do. And now you're at a point where you get to choose what you want to do. Don't lose sight of that childhood ambition. Maybe it's not realistic to be the things that you wanted to be at that point in life, but don't stop dreaming. Imagine what you can be. Imagine the things that you can do just because you put your mind to it and don't give up being that little kid. Look, Walt Disney always used to say the greatest thing was our imagination. One of those things that we have and we, we tend to lose it as adults, but we shouldn't. We should continue to maintain our imaginations and think about all the things that we can do. So as you stand there and you think about what am I going to do next? Maybe you're going to go to college. Maybe you're going to go to work. Maybe you're going to join the military. Whatever it is, you have an opportunity to kind of set your dreams in motion and think about, well, what's the next thing I'm going to do? You know, always be thinking beyond the horizon. What am I going to do and how am I going to get there? I remember hearing Elon Musk talking recently, and I know Elon Musk can be a bit of a lightning rod for the things he says, but what caught my attention was he was talking about, specifically about how politicians are older and they're not representative of the people in society today. And I would extend his thinking into most of the world, right? Most of the, the people that run things today are people who are really older and they really have a, a way they want to do things because that's the way they've always done them or that's the way they see it. You can help shape that. You can help change that paradigm. 
Companies are saying, yeah, the pandemic's over. We want everyone to return to work at least a few days, maybe every day. And maybe that's not the right work style. Maybe that doesn't work for you. You can help change that sort of thing. Now, change comes in various forms. You can change things on a very small scale for yourself, for your family, for your community, maybe for the world. Maybe you'll have the next great invention. Maybe you'll come up with something that everyone goes, wow, this is really cool and changes the world in some way. As you think about things that exist, right? They were invented in some way. Things that you use every day. You pick up your phone, you do the pinch and zoom. Did you know someone invented that? Someone holds a patent on it. And it's a really cool invention and we use it every day, but we don't think about that. We don't think about the fact that someone had to come up with that piece of technology and and make it happen. Of course, you could come up with something like that too. Maybe you have something that you have in mind. One of the cool things that you have that my generation never did is access to people, to information, to the world. When I was looking for a job, one of the things I had to do was go to a library and actually look through the library for want ads and go through and look up a company and see what the company did and do all these different things and send blind resumes to people. Print them out on nice paper, write a cover letter that was appropriate for that company and then mail it off. It was crazy. You can just go online and you can just apply for a job. You have access, you, have, you can communicate with people directly. You have this ability to get to people, to be able to, to communicate in some way. You have a platform through various social media. Now, social media can be misused commonly and is often used for the wrong reasons, but I think in principle, it democratizes information and I think that's a great thing. And you have an ability to communicate with others. You have an ability, if you want to, and you wanna be a celebrity, you could become a YouTube star. You can go out there and create some content that people love. You can go out and create a product and you have a means to get it to people in their hands. We never had that. We never had that ability to communicate directly with people. You had to work through some media company. If you wanted to publish a book, you had to actually find a uh, publishing company and get your book reviewed and edited and everything. I can put something on the internet tomorrow if I wanted to. It's amazing what you have the ability to do. Your generation has something unique. You have been on the internet, been using social media, have been communicating with people for a long period of time, for your entire life perhaps. You have an interesting opportunity out there to actually use that and leverage it to your advantage, to grow something newer. Many of you have a social conscience and you realize that there's more going on in the world and it's beyond just work. You've got something unique you bring to the table, whatever that might be. It might be building a brand, It might be doing something else, but it's about your personal brand. It's about you and what you can do to be successful in your own right. Success takes on many forms. You can be successful in many different ways, and it's up to you to define what you think your success should be. You look at it and you say, maybe college isn't for me. Maybe I'm going to start off on my own. Maybe I'm going to go to work for a company. Maybe I have an opportunity to grow into something. But my key message, and going back to something I said earlier, is Don't limit yourself. Think big. Think about what you really want to do in life. What is it that that little kid in you is saying, go do this? You're young enough and likely don't have any big commitments at this point, so go out there and try some different things. And don't be afraid to fail. Things are going to happen sometimes. There will be setbacks. But take each one as a learning opportunity to go on and grow and do something better the next time. You can really do something amazing. 
There is nothing wrong with challenging the status quo, challenging the norms and the assumptions of our fathers. There is nothing wrong with changing jobs and saying, you know what, I'm going to move on and do something else, or I want to try something else, or I want to live somewhere else. Don't be afraid. Just get out there and give it a try. Walt Disney once said, the way to get things done is to stop dreaming and start doing. And it may sound like that's contrary to what I was saying, that you need to dream. But it's not really, because what you're doing is you're dreaming big and getting somewhere, but you need to actually act on that in some way. Now, it could be as simple as something like, let's say you want to be a sushi chef, and maybe you know the techniques, but you need to master them and you need to learn them. And maybe it comes from apprenticing or going to school, or maybe you can just learn it at home, watching YouTube videos and trying and practicing, and maybe you get really good at it. Once you've gotten that, can you take that and make that something really meaningful in your life? Can you start catering? Can you start doing something that's really something interesting? And maybe you started off as a social element where you get people together for a greater cause. So that's the thing. You have an opportunity to decide how you want to use that. Stop dreaming it, start doing it, and get something accomplished. Maybe your lifelong dream was you wanted to be a pilot and you want to get out there and you want to fly planes. Well, one of the first things you have to do is take a lesson. Then you get your license and then you build your way up and you start getting hours and you do other things and maybe then you work for an airline or maybe you begin in the charter business. Maybe you uh, have somebody who, who has a plane they need to fly. So when you start thinking passionately about something and then acting on those things, that's when you actually start to do something that's bigger and better and more relevant. And that's when you actually start to feel like you're accomplishing something. It's up to each of us to figure out what we want to do, to have meaning in our lives. You are the person that, that are most responsible for your own success. And whatever that success means to you, don't let anyone try and tell you differently. Don't let anyone try and steal your dreams or, and let life beat you down. The one thing we've learned over the last couple of years during this pandemic is we have a voice. All of us, each of us have a voice and we can do something more. The great resignation that started a few years ago was a movement, and it's a movement about this change, how we change the world and how we think about ourselves as individuals and what we can do in society to make society better. I think we're only at the tip of this. I think there's a lot more that's going to happen. Companies are gonna try and do what they need to do to be successful, but don't think about their success. When you work for a company, the one thing you learn is the company has great success, but you see very little of it, unless it's a very small company and you're a part, you're a part of it in some way. And if you do wind up going to work for a company, dream bigger than just the job you have. What's the job you want to do next? Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to go? And what are the things that you need to do to get yourself there? Ah yes, that success thing, it comes in many forms. But never stop dreaming, never stop being ambitious, never stop. Make the most of this opportunity, find a way, a path for yourself in life that's going to make you the happiest, the most complete and the most interesting person that you possibly can. And that is my thought to all of you as graduates. Now, as they say, all the best to you and good luck in your future endeavors. You have an opportunity and I wish you all well and congratulations on graduating and succeeding. Be proud of yourself and use that to your advantage. Take that pride and use it when you go out in the world. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. For my One Little Spark segment, I wanted to talk for a couple of minutes about misinformation. Misinformation is information that's incorrect, inaccurate, 
maybe misleading, but something that promotes some point of view that maybe isn't quite right. Look, we have the democratization of information through social media, and that's terrific on the one hand, but on the other hand, it allows some people with louder voices to get people to believe in something. And it's sometimes dangerous and sometimes deadly. And that's the problem with misinformation. You really have to consider the sources about what you're reading, what you're seeing, what you're consuming, to make sure that you're comfortable stating that as a point of view and believing in that thing. As we saw in the 2020 election, the big lie was this thing that got created out of nothing. There was vaporware there that became something that people believed in. When you look at the pandemic, people did, in quotes, their own research and looked at things and tried to figure out how to keep themselves safe. When they eschewed doctors and others in the profession that look at this. And it just, it mystifies me that people went that far. And you look at things you see in the media, there was a, a period of time when there was atrocities happening in, in countries around the world and people would use the same pictures to represent their country and say, oh, look what's happening in my, my home country. But it was the same picture that had been used before. It was you know, something that was widely circul circulated, and it was from somewhere else. And it was, uh, sometimes it was a different cause, not necessarily the same sort of uh, revolution-type thing that was happening. And you realize that sometimes that information is just so far out there that it really is kind of astounding. People talk about flat Earth or the age of the Earth or some other cosmological event as though they know what they're talking about, but it's all just contrived based on something they believe in or something that they heard or read or saw. So I would argue that you need to be careful, skeptical. Take your information in. Think about the source it's coming from. Would this person have the best information? If someone tells me to do your research and you go on the internet and you're taken to some wild conspiracy theory type places, is that really research? Or are you just believing something because you want to believe it? What's the story? And you have to really stop and think about that sometimes, what that means. On a more personal note, I wanted to mention a little anecdotal story. There's a friend of mine who's actually Russian. She's lived in this country for 20 years. She's a U.S. citizen, everything like that. Her family still lives in Russia. Now, Russia decided to invade the Ukraine. And it's a very bad thing that's happening there. There's atrocities. There's a lot of things going on that just really aren't right. And it, in today's society, it's unfathomable that one country invades another sovereign nation and what Putin has in mind, what his end goal is, I don't think anybody really knows. It's a strange situation. But on the other hand, misinformation, because there's state-run media that's giving information to Russians, is dangerous and deadly in a different way. So my friend, who's Russian, called her brother, who still lives there. And she was talking to him about the Ukraine invasion. And his take was, the people that live in the Ukraine are Nazis. They're trying to uh, regrow the Nazi movement and they want to take over the world. And we, as great Russians, are trying to prevent that. Let that sink in. That's what the media in Russia is telling its people, that they're doing a great good to get rid of Nazis from the world. Now, think about what Nazis were all about. <laughs> Part of the cleansing of the world, yes. So one thing to keep in mind that's kind of a subtle little thing in here, just to kind of give you the context about why you should critically think about things you hear, when you think about the whole World War II Nazi era, one of the first things that typically comes to mind is the extermination of the Jews. What is the leader of the Ukraine? Zelensky. He's a Jew. He's, he's talked about it. His grandparents were in concentration camps. Seems very unlikely that he would be a Nazi, given that his family history was such as it is. 
So when you start to kind of consider it from that perspective, you have to critically think about what they're saying, right? What, what are you being told? Does it make sense? So there's nothing she can do to change her brother's mind. He's being fed that from the media. He can't get alternative media in Russia because they've shut down all the alternative media. Most of the Western websites are blocked, so he can't get any information that way. So he can only listen to what he's being told. This is the danger of misinformation. When you're being told that, the country starts to believe in it. Then you start to hear about China not saying much about it one way or another. So their people are basically uneducated. I have some friends that are Chinese. They talk to their parents. And their parents really don't know much about what's happening. Yeah, yeah, there was a small fight in, in Russia. No, no, Russia is invading a sovereign nation. And this is the problem with these, these pieces of misinformation that they're dangerous, right? It gets out there. So the, the people in these countries are kind of oblivious to it and don't know. And this is the danger we face too. With misinformation coming out, at what point do we start to just believe whatever we're told? Do we just give up and stop critically thinking? I hope you never do. I hope you continue to critically think, question things, think about why that makes sense or why it doesn't. And understand that the world is more complex and what you're being fed that seems very simple and easy is always more complicated. Things always have an underlying reason. There's usually money involved. Sometimes it's some other you know, advantage that someone gets, but there's always a reason for these things to happen. And when you stop and think about it, sometimes you really can consider the alternatives. Anyway, I just wanted to share with you that bit about misinformation and I hope you consider, to consider things carefully when you think about the world. And that is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company.